the Yak Babies. Sex, Presidents, and Sometimes Books. Welcome to Yak Babies, only podcast on the internet sponsored by Nasty Ned's Ranch Ranch Dressing. My name is Aaron, here my personal pals, Brick. Hello. And calling from Old Ireland, we have Old Irish Nico. Hello. Hello, indeed. Now, the Yak Babies are always au courant, and we have a Easter-themed episode for Easter, I think. We're not sure when it'll come out, but probably close to Easter. Usually we do our... I don't know when Easter is. Yeah, me either. Usually we do our holiday episodes like about four <laughs> months after the holiday. So the fact that we're doing this one before the holiday actually hit is pretty good for us. So Easter's coming up, and so we're going to do, instead of an episode about the Bible, we're going to do an episode about our favorite books about rabbits. <laughs> See what we can come up with. We've got a couple... And and our idea is, we, if we can keep this going as long as possible, then we will we will have done the job. So we'll start with Brick. Brick, name a, a favorite novel of yours or book of yours, a piece of writing of yours, I should say, that involves rabbits. Well, I mean, we talked about it a lot, but one of my favorite books actually does involve rabbits, which yes. is Watership Down. Watership Down, Richard Adams, a classic. What was the last time you read it? Maybe five mm-hmm. years ago, back when I was still teaching. I told. Oh it. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the kids did not appreciate. <laughs> really, which is too bad because I. I first I first read that book as a student in high school. Yeah, and I really liked it. And then I, that's not true. I that was I second read that book as a student in high school. I first read it as a kid, and then was excited when it was assigned, and I had already read it. Right, right. It feels like I mean I slot Watership Down right in with like Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit in those like early like uh, eleven, twelve when you're starting to understand what reading actually is. Right, it's not just like books you were yeah. assigned for school or like goosebumps it's like there's no there's there's a different world out here where there's more going on there's themes and whatever yeah it's a pivotal book for me in my sort of understanding of literature yeah me too i think that was you know i think it's in a lot of ways it's similar to animal farm but also in a lot of ways it is better in every way right so uh, like not thematically but in like what it's doing so you know like it where where it differs from you know some other books we'll talk about that i that i also really liked um where like yeah it's a fantasy book about animals but also they never even though they have language and they have culture and stuff they never stop just being actual rabbits and they they're they're sort of like reality as a rabbit reality with some clever uh sort of authorial things done to to make it not just be a boring <laughs> description of what rabbits yeah doing, i mean it's right? not like red wall which i assume will come up later on where it's like they have swords right. and shit they're just they yeah. are just rabbits yeah they're just rabbits they are bound to what rabbits are able to do with the exception of um you know they are afforded the ability to uh have human conversations and and sort of cultural stuff like they have their own so they, they have a religion and they have their own kind of mythology that's that's built into the book and then a lot of what the book is is doing is exploring different kind of forms of governance i guess i don't know i think mm. there's a I mean, there's a there's a famous moment in either either the page count or maybe yak babies back when eric was still here where uh what was what was the quote the ho- holy shit watership down is the is the Exodus, but mm. with rabbits. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember exactly what it was, but at, yeah. at some point, Eric Markowski, I, I believe, wrote down something I said drunkenly and then brought it back on the podcast. But, <laughs> it's but also true. It's like largely like the story of Moses, right? But yeah. with rabbits. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
Which, like, I did not put together when I was 16. <laughs> right. Or, like, that's, like, if you do, it's in class, and your teacher is like, this is, means this. You're like, oh, okay, great. Books mean things. And then later on, you sort of, like, kind of start to read more carefully on your own. Nico, did you read Watership Town? Uh, I don't think I ever have. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Sorry. Second question for Nico. Can you name a novel about a rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Except maybe Redwall. Um, okay. Have, yeah. Did that have yep. rabbits? Moss flower. Which one was the first one? Moss flower. Redwall was the first one. Yeah, I, I read that back in the back when I was age appropriate. Yeah, Vaguely must be remember. rabbits in that. Yeah, there are the rabbits are they're not like the main. There's like a few of them. So and then they tend to be these kind of like they have this kind of archetype to most of the like each book has like one Mm. maybe two rabbits in it they tend to be they they talk like these like aristocratic kind Mm -hmm. of i don't know the word like super super british like oh hey hey, hello hey old topper like those kind of things right and they tend to be sort of like comedic relief and really obsessed with with eating all the time but then when it comes down to it there they end up being like you know good good fighters and save the day or whatever they kind of have that they're always sort of depicted kind of like the the goofy colonel in a in a British war movie or something, right? Mm. Like, it seems like he's more interested in smoking a pipe and playing snooker until until it's actual time to do stuff, and then suddenly he's actually competent. Like that, that's mm. generally how they're characterized. A false staff type. Yeah, maybe not as drunk, but yeah. Right. We should all be so lucky as drunk <laughs> as false staff. Um, <laughs> Till the end. Yeah. <laughs> never read Redwall. Never never read wow. that series. Those were easily my favorite books as a kid yeah there isn't a... and those those books actually are what led me to watership down because it always said yeah. like in the tradition of watership down or whatever on the cover which is a little misleading because they're really not mm. in any way similar <laughs> yeah i feel like watership down i mean i haven't read the Waterwall, but it seems like watership down is a much darker experience than redwall yeah mm. redwall is like goofy fantasy children's books they just swap it's it's like elementary school lord of the rings but instead of hobbits and orcs it's it's shrews mm-hmm. and and weasels, right. right? I mean, that's the that's the that's essentially what. Jesus it is. Christ! There are twenty two Redwall books. I did not realize that there were that many. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a big series. Yeah, I've got it. I've got a good chunk of them. Those were like, those were when I was a kid. Those were like the only books I knew when they were coming out, and like we would pre order mm. them at the bookstore. And all right. That. But they've been talking about a Redwall adaptation for a long time, but has mm. never actually happened. There, or was there one? Yeah, there's a there's a cartoon. I don't believe it is any okay. good. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. My rabbit novel is Rabbit Run by John Updike. Not about a rabbit specifically in the Animal Kingdom sense, but about a rabbit and the character's name is Rabbit Angstrom. A book I first read in college, a book I loved and still love, I think. I haven't reread it, uh, so I guess I shouldn't say it's been now uh, 18 years since I read it, almost 20. I guess, no, probably over 20. Just about <laughs> 20, let's say that. So yep. do for a reread, certainly. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I fell in love with that book really quickly. And, and Updike in general, I, I got really into Updike from reading it. It's good, it's dark, it's sad, mm-hmm. which is all up my alley. But also, kind of unlike stuff I usually like, it's very, like, assholey. Like, it's just like a book about mm-hmm. jerks. Everyone's a jerk yeah. in that book. Catch her the rye for adults. Yeah, but even worse, like... Yeah, he's a piece of shit. He's, yeah, I mean, so like Holden kind of, Cockle kind of is too, but like his piece of shittery is like different. Like thinking about being at a party with Holden and Rabbit Angstrom 
you'd probably have more fun talking to rabbit, but he would ruin your life. Right. Whereas talking to Holden, you'd just be like annoyed, but you would never see him again. And just like slough it off as like the annoying kid, at the party that you hated, but like rabbit just like brings disaster to everyone, which is, which is rough. Okay, good. Brick back to you. Round two of rabbit books <laughs> starts now. So, uh, books I loved as a kid were the Beatrix Potter books. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the books themselves are like, whatever. I don't they're just dumb little, stories but i used to love the drawings in them yeah so there was you know that's peter cottontail and then there was like squirrel nut kid and there was there was a whole series of you know they're pretty slim little kids books um but i just loved the, the drawings in them i wonder if i still have those i don't know that i do yeah those are but I, I would i would look at those a lot yeah yeah childhood iconography for sure there's a really good episode of the dead authors podcast the now defunct podcast that paul tompkins hosted as H.G. Wells, uh, where he'd interview dead authors who were like time traveling with him. And the one about Beatrice Potter is really, really funny. It's great and worth listening to. Apparently, she like taxidermied animals. <laughs> Beatrice Potter did. <laughs> like, she like killed squirrels to draw them more accurately and then would like taxidermy them or something like that. Kind of a dark side to those drawings. But yeah, I love them for sure. Those are great. All right, Nico, round two. Can you pass the test and name a second novel about rabbits? Uh, I'm going to go with. Uh... Toot in Dinosaur Land, which is a book that I just just looked up. That was on a list of books books that have rabbits in them. <laughs> so that's it. I'm I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Toot in Dinosaur Land. So uh, we imagine this is a rabbit who travels back to dinosaur times. Uh, unclear whether it's that or or whether it's an amusement a dinosaur themed amusement park maybe Ooh, kind of a, okay, a children's George Saunders kind of thing going on who knows so a canon or canon yeah, yeah. we're definitely going to use for canon the new canon or canon mm-hmm. okay wow Toot in Dinosaur Land sounds great I, I like the idea of it and a rabbit named Toot that sounds great <laughs> <laughs> my second round rabbit novel is uh, rabbit redux the second in the series oh of rabbit run <laughs> which is better than rabbit run um have you guys read the whole series you guys read the full rabbit Mm-mm. i read the first two so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to submit the others on your own i read i read the oh. second one I, I i also liked the second one um but i it didn't kind of enthrall me the way rabbit run did and then i don't know four mm. i just have never gotten to three or four I, I probably each one's a separate decade is that like more or less the yeah so rabbit redux is like the 60s sort of like revolutionary like rabbit lives with his son after he divorced his wife and gets involved with a younger woman who's like a revolutionary she's like in high school or something like that uh, typical of updike and then they're also she has like a pimp who ends up getting involved like the black panthers it gets dicey but uh it's good i mean it, it's it's written i think it's better it's more mature ooh, i guess in the writing style than rabbit run maybe not in content yeah but uh, i really i think i think it's a better book in terms of like what it's trying to accomplish maybe um you can sort of feel updike getting a bit more confident in what he's doing but yeah they all kind of cover different the next one's the 70s and it's like a well We'll see what round three <laughs> preview, preview has to come. I'm ready to go for a while. I got my rabbit books lined up. All right, break round three. Next rabbit book. Uh, my next rabbit book is A Day in the Life of Marlon Bundo uh, by the by John Oliver. I don't know if he wrote it or if it was just like one of his, probably one of his staffers. He's a staffer, I yeah. I guess. Uh, this is, I, I love when a, 
when a joke becomes a, a real thing. And <laughs> that's what this is. This is a book about a gay rabbit who is owned by Mike Pence. <laughs> uh, that was a joke John Oliver made on his thing. And then I, he either he might have kickstarted it. I don't remember. Something happened where they raised money uh, and then they actually made a children's book about a gay rabbit that lives in the White House. Yeah. Or in the the Naval Observatory, wherever the vice president lives. Yeah. I did read it. It's it's pretty good. It's just a it's a kid's book about tolerance, which I appreciate, especially because you know fuck everything about that administration. Right, because they actually had a rabbit named Marlon Bundo. That was a thing, and they were like, "Well, what if the bat rabbit yep. was gay?" Just make a book, of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then they made a book about yeah. it and published it, and somehow didn't get sued. <laughs> they probably did get sued. Probably, I get. But I guess if you're a public figure, you can't sue. Like that's uh It definitely would be in parody. Right, and as a public figure, so probably wouldn't have grounds. Didn't stop Trump from suing people all the time. Yeah, I mean, you can sue for anything. Right. You won't, you won't win though. Right. Mm, fair enough. Okay, Nico, you tapped out. Yeah. But do you have any latecomers? No, I do not. Round three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> round three for me is Rabbit is Rich, the third in the series of Rabbit <laughs> Run by John Updike. The third one's rough. It's the wife swapping one. Uh, so it's the one where. Rabbit and his wife go to like a couple's, or they, I think they go to maybe they retire in Florida or something like that. And they like their friends are there. They do wife swapping, and Rabbit is like really hot for his like one friend's wife, who's like the hot wife. And then they do like a key party type situation, and he ends up with the other wife, who's like the like not as attractive woman, or whatever. And he's upset about this. And she can tell, and she's like, I know you're upset because I'm not sexy like the other woman is, but check this out. And she, like, fucks his brains out, and he's like, oh, I guess, like, sex is interesting, and it's, like, it's bad. It's not great. Because sex is interesting. Yeah, it, uh, you know, reading, I was like, ugh, even when I was, I guess I was 22, 23 when I read that, and I was like, yeah, this feels, like, I don't know, this is, this doesn't feel right. You definitely feel the criticisms of updike that people make that are accurate but like sort of like you know writing with his dick basically coming out full full fledged in that novel for sure it's it's 100 percent horny but in not uh in not great ways necessarily uh so cannot recommend rabbit is rich for mm. <laughs> our listeners round four brick what do you got maybe i maybe i won't continue on with those series uh so i'm not going to do this one book by book yes. but the Benicula series was another set of books that i very much loved i believe we talked about it a little bit in the scholastic episode mm-hmm. I, I can't remember but you know book about a rabbit vampire who sucks the juice out of vegetables until they turn white basically yeah there's at least three or four of them that existed when I was a kid. Yeah, there was the the dog and the cat are like the investigators, so like the main characters. I think the dog's name was Harold, possibly. Oh, it's been a while. I don't, I don't remember. These yeah. are what we called chapter books as, as kids. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Right in the Goosebumps vein of like easy to read, but I think more enjoyable than Goosebumps because they had consistent characters and there was like a lighter touch with them. Yeah, so there was the Celery Stocks at Midnight was one of them. Yep. Do Drop dead i think was one of them as well or maybe not i don't know there's, there's a couple in the series loved them i love i couldn't get enough of them those are great it's a book about fucking talking dog and a cat and a rabbit it's adorable yeah shocker i liked it yeah right exactly and it was like it was like sherlock holmesy it was yeah, yeah the mysteries were always very light i mean there was enough to keep you reading but mostly it was cute animals that's what i was there for yep they were good i, I used to really 
really like those. Totally. That must have become a cartoon or something. I, I believe I it did on Netflix, I think. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it was Cartoon Network, but there was a Benicula series for a while, yeah. Uh, Nico, round four? No. <laughs> no. Just check it. Just in case. No. Maybe you had a brainstorm. Maybe you had a, a, a rabbit come to mind. The fourth entry for me is Rabbit at Rest, the fourth oh in the series God. of Rabbit books by John Updike, where Rabbit dies. It's genuinely affecting. It's maybe the least interesting of the four because its concept is just like getting old and dying rabbit has a couple health scares and he has a granddaughter it's about his son i can't remember the son's name now but the son sort of is mad at him for a lot of reasons about that conflict and then rabbit dies it's sad i mean even though you hate this character because of all he's done for <laughs> the the many years it's just like been like a, nothing but like a underpinning shithead you do feel sort of sadness when he dies because his death is sort of pathetic and it's just or just like it's just like a it's standard. He's like, he's, he gets old and dies. And you're like, God damn, like that is how it's going to happen. Or, you know, if we're lucky, I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it was, it's good. It's worth reading. I think, or it was, it was worth getting to the end of the series to get that point for sure. I think it ended in a better note. Certainly than rabbit is rich and seemed to grapple with the themes of the time better than the rabbit is rich did for sure. So I, I did enjoy the way it ended. I never, I got, man, there's a novella that really is the fifth book called rabbit returns or I forget the name of it. It wasn't a full length novel and it's just about the sun. And I think I only finished half of it before I was like, I am tired of rabbit and his, and his family and extended character guest. So I'll do that. It's somewhere on my shelf. Maybe I'll take it one day and finish it. Finally. All right. Break round five. Uh, I got another two firm. Okay. Which is the Lewis Carroll books uh, through the looking glass and Alice, mm-hmm. Alice's adventures in Wonderland. Is that the second one? Mm. Alice's adventures through the looking glass. Wasn't there two books? There's through the looking glass I, th- I gotta look it up. I think one Adventures in Wonderland was the sure. first one, and Looking Glass was the second one. Okay, okay. yeah, because the book I have compiled, I'm pretty sure the version I have compiles two books into one. Mm. Never cared for the movies that much when I was a kid. Um, you know, saw them or whatever. Uh, but I first read the the books probably in high school, maybe in college, uh, and they're real dark and kind of sinister. Yeah, uh, and 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 and. and I don't know if surreal is the word, but psychedelic, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely a, like a very different tone than the movies. Even though the movies, there's some parts of, by the movies, I mean. The Disney um, one. The Disney one. There's also that weird live action one. Remember that? Sure that did. Like, Johnny Depp? Well, that no, was... no. Well, yeah, that was terrible. No, there was one from the 80s, I think, maybe the 90s. There's a TV one from the 90s. Yeah. And I want to say yeah. Martin Short was in it, maybe. Huh. Yeah. Um. And then it like it like worked in like the Jabberwocky and shit. It was it was yeah. strange and and pretty distressing. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I think the the White Rabbit is like a pretty iconic character in literature. Um, again, mostly probably because of the Disney interpretation mm-hmm. of of it. But still, that you know, the rabbit with the watch. Yeah. Well, and then aided by Jefferson Airplane in the '60s writing a song about it, and <laughs> I feel like that song is as responsible for making it embedding it in culture as much as anything else. Sure. Especially the idea of like this equals drugs, like that just like became yeah. an undefeatable meme for our culture. Yeah. Uh, okay, round five. Nico says no. I think I'm out in round five as well. I cannot think of any other rabbit novels. Oh, I w- you do win. I win. Uh, Technically, none more. of us win. No- novels is a stretch. Yeah, I guess we're talking literature, I suppose. Gosh, yeah, I don't think so. Everything I'm thinking of is, like, cartoons or stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm out. Brick, what do you got? Finish this up. So, 
Next would be Tales from hmm. Watership Down, which was a collection of linked oh, stories yeah. written by Richard Adams in the mid '90s. I think it was yeah. probably, I think probably what happened is Watership Down got a got a second sort of wind, likely due to the Red Wall books, hmm. and started selling again. So he. I don't know. Sometimes it's listed as Watership Down number two. I don't know if there was a plan. He died. So uh, I don't know if there was a plan to like resurrect or like resuscitate, you know, the brand into like a series or something. Um, so Tales from Watership Down was a it was a collection of stories of like what happened to all the characters after or in some cases, like in Hazel's case, because, you know, spoiler, he uh, the, the book ends with his death. You know, stories about, you know, Hazel that happened either during the book or before. I don't really remember. It's not very good. Hmm. So I read it once and I never cared to read it. It wasn't like actively bad. It was just like, this doesn't, doesn't need to exist. Right. So even if you love Watership Down, like I do, I guess read it for curiosity's sake. Um, and maybe I'll pick it up and pick at it again. Hmm. But I remember, I remember just being like, I wish this wasn't real. <laughs> like the <laughs> ghost of a watchman for, Watership Down. Yeah, maybe not that. that, that <laughs> not that cynical. That yeah, yeah. That, as far as I know, there's no <laughs> elder abuse involved in Tales from Watership Down. But. Right. Yeah. Great. All right. Next one was round seven. I'm gonna keep going. Uh, this is round six. No. Yeah. Oh, sorry. This, yeah, seven. You're right. So this is seven. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, so next would be the Velveteen Rabbit. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's good. That's good. Which is a book that I don't care for because it is a it is a favorite of uh one of my aunts mm. and she used to read it to me all the time mm. and i just think that book is fucking sad it's very sad yeah and, <laughs> and i you know i i it's, it's it's a formative book for me in a way where it was like even as a kid i would like pretend to like it because i knew how much my aunt liked it and how much my aunt liked reading it to me and i didn't have the heart to tell her like this book is fucking depressing <laughs> right you know, I don't, it was just, you know, it's, it's, it's about a kid that gets cholera and they burn the stuffed animal and the stuffed animal has feelings and it's yeah. sad. It's right up there. I think, I think we talked, oh, we talked about it in an EME. The Giving Tree is another, it's yes. another book. Actually, same aunt. Uh, I guess she's into like sentimental children's books about losing shit, but. <laughs> well, there's definitely a genre of children's literature that is like designed to make kids cry. It's like, this is like the sensitive kid, like it, it's teed up to yeah. make you sad and that's that's the thing yeah yeah and i guess if you knew her mom uh my maternal grandmother it Mm. makes a little more sense but (laughs) yeah same deal what what, do you remember what the emi was for the giving tree Uh, i don't remember oh man it was i remember it was something brutal yeah i have to look that up. yeah that's a good one um yeah anyway velveteen rabbit is a good book um yeah it is very much a storybook of a time and place when yeah like you said like the like the point of it is to be sad there's no i shouldn't say there's no like i think there's it's like the fragility and like beauty of like being alive and like it's like it's one of those things just like like a, this a is lost innocence kind of thing. yeah things, like this know? is the hard um, part of being alive yeah. it's like it was written during a time when everything was hard i mean it's yeah oh my god there's gonna be a wash of like horrible covid children's books I'm sure there? there already is kind of yeah well great that, so this is a book from the last pandemic or two of them ago right. i suppose uh, so that's that's fun. Um, I did have a very nice nice edition of it, and it did have nice. good, good pictures. Um, and I think at 
that I can stop. At that, we're stretching. <laughs> be stretching pretty hard. I'm sure Let's I save a couple 32 for thirty-two minutes of rabbit books later. <laughs> Those mine were real books. <laughs> that saves a few for uh, rabbit books round two for next year when it comes to Easter again. Oh my god. Listeners, talk to us on Twitter about your favorite rabbit novels. What do we leave out? I'm sure there's ones I can't remember uh, or that I, that I know I'm missing out or, or leaving out, but it didn't come to mind. So let us know or email us at the Babies Podcast. There's a Nick Cave book called The Death of Money, Bunny Monroe, but just true. a guy named Hey, Bunny. it counts. But I guess that's true if Rabbit, Absolutely. rabbit Run. Yeah. All right, Nick Cave, <laughs> Death of Bunny Monroe, which was not a very good book. Oh, really? But it was it interesting it, i remember it was i reviewed it for chamber four because it was like a multimedia oh right it was yeah. like early early in the existence of the iphone mm-hmm. when people were trying to like evolve books into something else i don't know so it was this nick cave book slash app slash album mm, yeah the music was fine the rest of it was was not right. I don't. I bet you there's no way to. It's probably just been converted to an audiobook now. There's no way that app still exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it does. I don't know, but I can't imagine they like updated it for the different. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure at some point. Like I'm sure you could probably download it but not use it or, or, or something. Yeah, there's maybe it's on some sort of website. We can just like walk through what the pieces were, that kind of thing. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I do like Nick Cave, but just not as fiction. Yeah, yeah. No, he's great um great songwriter i've read his work so i don't know what he is as a writer but um yeah excellent storywriter or songwriter well patreon.com slash jackbabies where you can get our bonus podcast for one dollar a month you can get access to even more if you like this you're gonna love the patreon yeah how is this not a bonus <laughs> yeah this should be a patreon episode but it's not the highlights from patreon bro to bro conversations monster drafts where we draft famous monsters in various configurations lots of games we're playing and then bonus podcasts including 101 ghost jokes ranked where we go through 101 jokes about ghosts and also jokes not about ghosts and rank them in order of funniness and then lose our goddamn minds in the process uh it's worth listening to it's really fun and stay tuned for an upcoming spin-off podcast 101 ghost jokes ranked ranked we rank those episodes and then more and of course tinyurlcom slash is where our merch exists there's designs by brick you can put on mugs and shirts and probably underwear as well and maybe in stuffed rabbits who knows they're all really funny and we're checking out so go check those out there until then yak babies yakking off the yak babies would like to thank all their loyal listeners and especially their patrons both past and present including michael bonnie sebastian david roger kathleen bailey andrew and william howard taft Oh.